Well, good morning and welcome to Local Matters. We are talking educational matters today, and we're talking with Sam Brooks, the Future Ready Supervisor for the Putnam County School System, and Shannon Pirtle, the Principal at the Vital Online School. Welcome to both of you. Welcome back to both of you. Thanks, Doc. Appreciate being here. Yeah, it's great to be with you. Thank you. It's good to have you back on the show again. And uh, uh, we have just finished a landmark year with the in the virtual environment, and so we are going to talk today about um, uh, about Vital and about Future Ready and and some of the great things that have happened uh, in the program this year. But some of our listeners may not know you two very well. So, Shannon, tell everybody a little bit about your your background and where you came from and how you got into this this role. Yes, sir. Uh, Graduated high school in 1992 from DeKalb County High School. Uh, Went to Tennessee Tech University directly afterwards and uh, earned two degrees. Uh, Graduated and started my first uh, teaching position in DeKalb County uh, 1997-98 school year. Spent 14 years in the classroom, and then uh, now I've been in Putnam County for 11 years as an administrator. Started out at Cornerstone Middle School before we built uh, Upperman Middle School, before that was completed. Then our faculty and student body moved to Upperman Middle School, and then transitioned from assistant principal athletic director to the principal uh, of that school at Upperman Middle. And this year, uh, I'm I'm working with uh, Mr. Sam Brooks and the Vital team at at the new Vital School. And and this has been a big change, hasn't it? To go to go to Vital, we're, we're going to talk about that. That's, Absolutely, that's an exciting time. And Sam, I know you've got your own program on radio, but some <laughs> folks still may not know you. So tell everybody a little bit about your background. And like Shannon, I uh, went to Tennessee Tech. Out of, of course, I went to Cooper High School and uh, was lucky enough to be able to play football over there for Jim Ragland for uh, five five years, actually. Um, and you know, from there, got into coaching first and uh, teaching. You know, uh, a lot of folks I look back on in my life were uh, that were instrumental to me were teachers and coaches. And, you know, so what better career, you know, for me to get into than uh, kind of affecting young people's lives the way my teachers and coaches affected me. So really uh, dove into that head first, started down at Smith County and then found my way back to Putnam County and coached for about 16 years. And, and then this opportunity with this new program uh, called Vital um, came up. Uh, Jerry Boyd was principal at that time, and, um, you know, I jumped on that. It was uh, something new, fresh, and nobody knew anything about, and just really got excited about it and, uh, you know, kind of got moved over to the the central office uh, through the Vital program about 2013 and have been uh, over there ever since. Uh, things have changed a little bit with uh, Vital and, and now Future Ready. So we're going to talk about that, I'm sure, as we go forward. Yeah, and and uh, those terms are terms that uh, many of our listeners may not know a lot about. So let's just sort of uh, peel back the onion on that for for a little bit. Uh, what's future ready? We'll we'll talk about future ready first, and then down into vital. Yeah, I think that's that's a good place to start. But you know, vital started out with uh, you know as a program to provide online options for students across Putnam County in, in the beginning, mainly in ninth through 12th grade. And then as we experience a little bit of success and, and Shannon can actually talk about it on the principal side, you know, being at a middle school and, and what the vital program looked like there at that time. But 
we kept on adding, uh, you know, different components of, of the vital program. And, you know, we started working with CTE, career and technical education. And, you know, we started really uh, diving into EPSOs uh, in relationship and collaboration with our colleges. And, uh, you know, EPSO, we use acronyms in education all the time and don't explain <laughs> it. It's early post-secondary opportunities. So uh, college opportunities in high school. And that grew tremendously. And and then, you know, we needed physical space for all the things that we were doing. So the Flex Learning Center came about where Shannon's office is. Uh, and then we, you know, we have a dedicated K-8 homeschool um, for the homeschool parents in Putnam County called uh, Vital Home Connect. And then on top of that, we, we started getting in, into personalized learning in the students' regular traditional classroom in the schools across Putnam County. And uh, I think the reason that came our way is because everything we do within the vital program at the time was a personalized approach to education. So it, it promoted opportunities and choices for parents and students. And so I think that's why personalized learning, you know, kind of came our way uh, at that time too. So we're not only in the online world, um, but we're also, you know, in the schools with uh, regular traditional students and teachers in supporting them. So vital just grew so big that we had to have a separation and then we, we brought Shannon on uh, as the head principal for Vital Online School. Uh, it became a, th- a third through twelfth grade a full-time opportunity for our students, and so at that time we, you know, put our heads together and we just figured out, you know, Future Ready is really the umbrella for all the things that are going on within our program. So uh, in our office, my office uh, with Lance Key, Adam West, and Jackie Vester, you know, they really help support everything that I just mentioned. But the, the thing we're most excited about right now and the newest thing is the Vital Online School and bringing Shannon in to be principal of that. I didn't know it at the time. I was ecstatic that he was interested. But what it's provided us within the Vital Future Ready or the Future Ready umbrella itself is physical thought process from a principal who's been there for several years to the virtual world. And that's just been really groundbreaking to see that take place this past year. Yeah, I'll bet it has. So, Shannon, tell us about the Vital School. Tell us everything we need to know about it. Okay. Well, uh, our Vital School serves students and families in grades 3 through 12. Our uh, third through sixth grade classes are self-contained with one teacher in each class. And what surprises most folks, when we'll give them a tour of our facility and show them what the teachers are doing, they say, well, you know, this looks just like school. Uh, routines are there. It's synchronous. Uh, seventh and eighth grade is synchronous as well, but with four teachers, a four-teacher rotation. And um, we meet in real time with our students. Now, we don't keep our students on screens for six hours a day. They'll have uh, assignment-based activities, group projects, things of that nature. And then we usually meet with them about every other day uh, per subject. So uh, that is how the three through eight uh, rotation works. And then nine twelve is asynchronous. Um, nine twelve students uh, they may be taking a dual credit enrollment. Some of them may have uh, work based learning opportunities. Uh, they can work on their school assignments anytime they want to, as long as they're checking in with their teachers, as long as they're scheduling meeting with, meetings with their teachers, called DBAs or discussion based assessments, and as long as they're staying on top of their school activities. It's much more like real life. They can multitask and they can be successful in many different areas as long as the job's getting done. And we're here to help them get the job done. Well, that's great. And I know, Sam, talking to you earlier, you said it was a a landmark year. You had just had a lot of great 
achievements this year. Yeah, and I, I guess the to me the the greatest achievement is walking in the rooms. We're lucky enough to have three rooms over at Prescott this year because our building is in the process of being designed and will be built. So we'll actually have our own uh, room to house all of our teachers that are full time. And you know, the biggest thing to me was the support that we got from Mr. King. Uh, and Tim Martin, you know, our director and assistant director, and really supporting and understanding that um, a lot of students can learn this way and learn this way very well. And, you know, COVID really pushed us uh, to get to this point a little bit quicker. We had plans to do that more in a three- and a five-year plan, and it was growing every year. Uh, but the COVID gave us the opportunity uh, to really get this moving a little bit quicker to create that full time online school and when you walk in that classroom and he mentioned you've got third grade fourth grade fifth grade and sixth grade teachers in one classroom and they're partitioned off in their own little section and we've got plenty of technology for them they've got a 55 inch panel uh, a computer uh, a document viewer a lot of technical tools to be able to communicate with those students but you walk in there and it's no different than a regular classroom the students are right there in front of them. They can see them and and, the, and hear them, and and the, the teacher can see all of them at one time. And they're directing class just like they would in a regular classroom. So we're using district curriculum that every other school is using, and we're so very lucky there to have support folks like Lance Key and uh, Adam West and Jackie Vester that can help us build that within our learning management system. If we didn't have them – you know, we would just be using canned products out there and putting yeah. students, uh, you know, online with the lead of a teacher. But it's just like a regular classroom. The only difference is the way that the students are getting the instruction. So I think that's what I was most impressed with as this year has unfolded, that we created yet another wrinkle, you know, in, in the vital options that we have for students in, in Putnam County. And then on the other side of that, you know, we still manage those program options. So students at Coolville High School, uh, Upperman, Monterey, and some of the middle schools that take individual classes but are still in, you know, a student at that particular school. So to me, it's kind of the culmination of the best of everything for student options in Putnam County. And hard thing for us is, you know, being in a show like this and getting word out there that this is available, you know, because there's still parents in Putnam County that don't know anything about this, which amazes me. It, it, it amazes me, too. But I, I guess I, I can relate to that. But I've got a grandson now who just completed a year in Vital, and, and he did great. It just was perfect for him. And so Isaac has uh, uh, just, just had a really good year. And we're going we're gonna to take a break, but then we're going to come back and talk about all the kinds of courses that you offer. So as you say, it's basically a school unto itself, and you offer fourth-grade English or fourth-grade math or or whatever, but, uh, boy, you offer a whole bunch of other opportunities, and we want everybody to understand the kind of uh, really cool opportunities that are out there for these students. And then we'll get into some of your partners in community colleges and and your work-based learning programs and things. So we've got a lot to cover, and we'll take a quick break, and then we'll come back and uh, talk some more about VITAL and about Future Ready. 
What's so important about shopping with locally owned businesses? When you shop local, your hard-earned dollars stay here in the community, helping to benefit your friends and neighbors, local schools, roads, and all aspects of community life. But what happens to my money if I spend it online or at a national chain store? In most cases, the profits go far away, out of state, corporate headquarters, or even overseas. It doesn't take any extra effort to shop local. Office Mart on South Jefferson and Cookville is your locally owned office furniture and supply store. For over 35 years, they've been proud to serve businesses in the Upper Cumberland with quality and value. You get real customer service, too. And unlike shopping online, you can actually see and try out the large inventory of office furniture in their showroom. And when it's delivered, it's not a box on your step. They're glad to install and set up everything. Office Mart. There's no other locally owned office store in the region. South Jefferson Avenue across from Hardee's. Shop local at Office Mart. Welcome back to Local Matters. We are talking education matters today, and we're talking with Shannon Pertle, the principal of the Vital Online School here in Putnam County, and Sam Brooks, the Future Ready Supervisor for Putnam County School System. And um, boy, it, it's, um, it still seems strange to talk about virtual and online environments, and yet our students are ready for it, and uh, it's just many people in the community haven't quite gotten uh, their arms around it yet. Shannon, why don't you start and talk about the kind of courses you offer in the in the vital program? And I know some of them are just standard fourth grade math, but talk about all the kinds that are that are in the program. Yes, sir. As uh, as Sam mentioned. We use the same district curriculum three through eight as every other school. So the alignment in and out of our school between the other district schools works in pairs very nicely. But on top of that, once a student gets into ninth grade, they have all kinds of different offerings and and pairings that we can pair in hybrid learning environments as well with our uh, partner high schools. So, uh, for instance, if a student's a football player or they're in band or choir or they have interest in any of the CTE pathways at at some of the other high schools in, in our district, we can do a, a hybrid learning environment where they can actually participate in real time in person at those schools, and then they can take their other core classes with us. And um, that just allows them much, much more time to be laser focused on their interest, but it also lets them get all of their coursework and, uh, and everything that's entailed with that to be eligible as a football player or as a student in, in the school. Uh, we also have a lot of uh, opportunities for students that are full virtual if they're taking every uh, class with us, we can also bring them back into some hybrid learning environments as well so they can have more interaction with some of their peers, some of their teachers in small group settings or sometimes a, even a whole group setting if, if, they, if they want that kind of interaction. But something that we're really working on right now and put a lot of time and effort into is creating more pathways for just the virtual school, just the virtual vital school 312. And right now we have an art pathway. We're also building on a STEM pathway. A STEM 1, STEM 2, and then from there uh, we could do um, coding, web-based design, things of that nature, and, and also pairing those with work-based learning opportunities as a STEM pathway as well. And then in the future we're looking at some business class endeavors as well that, that, that we're looking at. But those are some of, the, some of the things that's on the tip of my tongue now that we're working on and that we're real excited about for, for next year. You've got a lot going on there. There's, there's <laughs> just sir. a lot of things happening. Sam, what what else is going on in Future Ready? That's 
that's exciting, but I know there's more to it. Well, I, I tell you, just you know, really having this fantastic team, you know, on the Flex uh, Learning Center side with Shannon and all his folks, and you know, we're up to about twenty as far as personnel. We we actually got a counselor now, our own counselor. We have our own sped teacher, so that just shows the you know the resources that Mr. King has really uh, put behind this program because he he believes in it. Uh, jumping on what Shannon said a little bit, when you provide these opportunities and everything goes well, like the personal finance class, you know, we built through, uh, the Dave Ramsey product, you know, we actually worked with Mr. Ramsey and his staff out of Nashville to build that class. And now it's being sold worldwide. Of course, we can't profit off of anything like that. We just wanted the class. Um, but that, you know, our teachers, uh, our online teachers working on that class, and that's a really unique class. It's really lifelong skills for students after they graduate high school and go into college, learning about personal finance, how to manage your money, the stock market, all of those things. We recently had an opportunity with the uh, uh, hiring of Jackie Vester, who's got an extensive CTE background and, and worked at Cooble High School. Her, along with Adam West and our office, both were personal finance teachers, and they come up with the idea uh, there is an industry certification in the state of Tennessee in personal finance. Um, we were not using that in our present course. So since we have the folks to be able to build and manipulate that course based on Tennessee state standards, we work with a company called ICEV and created that industry standard within our financial literacy class. And so if the students uh, sit for the class and they get to the end, they can test for an industry standard uh, and, and, and get that uh, tagged on to their you know, diploma and credentials as they go through. And then that worked and, and we felt like we were pretty successful with that. So we thought, you know, wellness has the same capability in the state of Tennessee and there is an industry credential that and certification that can go along with that. So we tag team with Tennessee Tech this year. And we presented uh, the opportunity for that. And, you know, the state says as long as uh, every uh, student sits for the end of the course test, uh, and that would be more of a dual credit opportunity, um, as long as they sit for the test, they get EPSO, early post-secondary opportunity credit for that. And if they pass the test at a certain level, then that class can count as credit at Tennessee Tech. Well, we, we did that, and uh, at the end of the year, we did the qualifier for the test. Everyone sat for the test, and then Tennessee Tech came over, and they tested their kids, and every everyone that sat for the test in three schools, Monterey, uh, Cooper High School, and Upperman, all passed that That's test right. and That's can great. have that credited. And, it, gosh, the, they're not going to understand this, really, but there's, there's something in the state of Tennessee called Ready Graduate. And if they get both of those industry certifications uh, through personal finance, and wellness they've met the need of ready graduate and they become a ready graduate in tennessee and so that's i get chills every time i talk about that i i don't people realize how effective that's going to be for our students to be able to reach that ready graduate because there's some students since wellness is mandated personal finance is mandated there's every student's going to have the opportunity to take that that goes through the putnam county school system and to me that's just huge for our students yeah, I agree. It it gives them opportunity that you just uh, couldn't have imagined 20 years ago anyway. Uh, how much of the the progress that you've made through through all your virtual programs and really all your partnerships also? I know some of them uh, were were pretty well developed even before COVID, but uh, has 
COVID has accelerated this? Uh, has it uh, pressured us to go into some things that might have taken us a lot longer? I, you know, I think so, because I, I think in the, the quicker zone, and Shannon can speak to this as a principal at that time, you know, I, I think what Mr. King and Mr. Martin wanted to do when, when it actually hit, you know, it shut us down in March. And so we immediately started planning for the next year because we knew that it's probably not going to get better for a while. And so I, I think the knee-jerk reaction was, if there's any students that want to work from home, we have the vital program. Let's just push them to the vital program and let they know what they're doing and let them work out of there. If we need to move a few teachers from schools to entertain that load of students, and let's do that. Well, we started sitting down and talking with principals, and immediately, you know, what that meant to them, they didn't want to lose students. They didn't want to lose teachers. And so, you know, they really sit down with Mr. King and said, hey, give us the opportunity to work this from our end. You know, and and let's meet in the middle and let's see how we can work it. So that was a great benefit because now we have teachers who have really dipped their toe in water to the virtual end and come out on top and are really better teachers for it. Yeah, good point. Good point. Um, It has changed teacher careers in some cases, hasn't it? There there are folks who in a whole new career field now because of this. Well, it's uh, uh it's certainly uh, seen a lot of success here in uh, uh, here in in Putnam County. Now, you mentioned uh, CTE, Career and Technical Education, and that's that's just part of what Vital's about and part of what Future Ready's all about. But um, clearly, there are a lot of uh, CTE kinds of things that can be done this way too. We're going to take a break and then come back and and talk a little bit about that. Welcome back to Local Matters. We are talking education matters, and we're talking with Shannon Pirtle and Sam Brooks. And, Shannon, you were in a bit of a unique situation. You were a principal when COVID came along and when this migration started. Talk about your experiences there and how – just look back into that time as a principal and how you've come from there. Right. Well, you know, Putnam County, we were going into to spring break, and then uh, we received a few emails that, well, we'll be out for two weeks till we see what happens with COVID. And before long, we were just not coming back into a to a brick-and-mortar setting. So we were very lucky at Upper Middle School. All of our students, we, we were one-to-one with the devices, and we had devices we could check out. And, and, and most of our schools did in the district. But uh, so the technology wasn't the, the problem, but knowing how to reach the students through the technology, uh, we had never been on that front of that, that, that side of things before. You know, teachers had to adapt and, and principals did as well and really learn how to do two jobs on the fly. And, uh, you know, reaching our students, making sure their well-being was good, making sure that they that education didn't stop at the end of the end of the school year. Uh, trying to prep them for the next year, whatever that was going to bring. It, it was it was a difficult time, and and teachers really rose to the occasion. I, I was so impressed with the, the amount of of learning and the amount of just willingness to learn during that time. And and Mr. Brooks, uh, Sam, he he had mentioned that you know it it made teachers better, and it was a struggle, but it actually did. We learned how to connect with students in a way that we had never done before. But in doing that, uh, a lot of people's I guess, perception of what virtual learning is came from remote learning. And and I like to differentiate a little bit between that because remote learning in the way that most of us remember, that was a response to a situation. 
and, and it wasn't pre-planned, you know, so it was more of a response where teachers, once we got back into the building, they were teaching students in front of them, and they were teaching students at home remotely after school hours. So a lot of times uh, what was in the remote part of that was tidbits or Cliff Notes version of the class just so that they could reach all their all their students. Yes. And what we do now with the vital school and, and the virtual aspect of that, everything we do is with purpose pre-planned. So it is just for our students. So it's not a response. It is actually planned to be a good uh, product on the front end for these students. And not that the remote wasn't a good product. It was the best we could do considering the situation. So um, all of that in a nutshell, when that happened, we, we leaned on our vital friends a lot, even though I, w- I wasn't part of the vital school or the vital program at that time. But we leaned on those folks because they were the technology people. They were used to giving instruction through Florida virtual learning classes or, or what have you. And uh, having having that program, the Future Ready program now, as a resource was really beneficial to us. We were way ahead of the game because of those partnerships that we had with Zoom and some of those other technology providers. Yeah, Putnam County was in a, a unique position and a leadership position across the state. I remember talking to folks from other school systems who were coming here to benchmark what, Absolutely. what was happening here. So. Uh, you all were well prepared and and uh, ready to rock and roll, even though you didn't uh, didn't know this was coming. Uh, we were in a good position relative to a lot of places, and we still are in a good position. Now, uh, let's talk about uh, virtual learning, though, and and typical students. And are are there some students who are? Is it for everyone? Are there some that uh, perhaps uh, can't? Um, adapt to it as well as others. Talk about the the typical student in a in a virtual environment and and whether it's for everyone or not. Right, we have a wide wide range of offerings that we that we provide from third grade up, and we don't provide younger than third grade because we think those those interactive skills and just going into a building, sitting down with someone to learn to read, there's there's really no substitute for that. But we have learned how to duplicate many processes of the virtual world with our teachers. And that's why I mentioned a little earlier that when people have viewed what we do, they say, well, that just looks like school. Well, we've adapted, we've evolved even this this year about, you know, how, how to reach our, our audience. But to answer your question, no, I don't think it is for everyone, especially in the early early ages. It really requires a parent that is home that can help oversee that, that can be that partner with us, because I, I don't know many, many students, especially elementary, that have a, a wide, uh, I guess, attention span. You know, and even in the classroom, that, that that's one of the main goals for a teacher is to get them looking your direction, you know. And about the time you do, the dog's going to jump in <laughs> their lap. That's or... right. And we, we see some of that from home, too. And some, some of those make funny stories. But, uh, but partnering with the parents and making sure we have someone there that can help in that role and then, you know, you, ultimately, as the, the students get older, that maturity kicks in and, and some of the, the, the inner self-starting uh, qualities need to be there. Um, and, and if that's there, most students will be successful with us because we mimic Putnam County uh, processes anyway. But really, we need someone that's engaged in the learning process, that, that's, that's able to get up, get out of bed, uh, uh, make appointments with their teachers, check their emails, once again, lifelike type of expectations, it's really preparing them for more of a college environment if you yes, look at it that no way question. because that's what's expected. No question. Uh, but we have lots of communication processes that go back and forth, so uh, that that really helps keep students engaged when they're part of that process. I, I, I like to kind of answer the, 
the other side of that, you know, a couple of examples of, of, you know, what students do like about the program and, mm-hmm. and what students fit the program. We had a young lady that used the hybrid option. She ended up going to Upperman High School and she left Prescott with somewhere between 10 and 12 credits. I'd have to look back at that. But so she was advanced and she wanted high school credits while she was in middle school, which was going to create options for EPSOs later on. Uh, her name is uh, Sarah Key, and uh, she ended up graduating Upperman High School through this program and relationship and partnership with Upperman and Vital. She graduated a year early. She graduated as valedictorian of Upperman High School, and she also graduated um, with her associate's degree wow. from Vol State. So that's the upwards end mm-hmm. of, of yeah. a motivated student that it really wants to knock it out. It can be a real opportunity for yeah. a motivated student. Absolutely. The lower end, we got an email from a parent the other day that was in Europe and so happy that their student is able to join school every day, even though they're on vacation. Yeah. And you know the pictures we got back from pretty incredible uh, about that student's journey over there. So they're getting a learning experience by getting to go on vacation during the school year with their parents and sharing that with the other students in the classroom and not missing a beat, you know, while they've been gone away. So you know, story after story, you know, about successful integration in, in families' lives about how this uh, will work, you know, people that dance in Nashville that have to commit to that time but but are still able to get their schoolwork done, you know, through these options. So. Uh, just, you know, incredible opportunities. But you're right, Dr. Bell, it, it is not for everybody. It takes a special kind of student and family background to do it. But, but again, what opportunities are there for, for so many? It's reinventing education in a lot of ways. For My mother was a classroom teacher her whole life, but it was a classroom. And she drove in every day and, and did the things that teachers do ev- right. every day. Well, uh, we talked about career and technical education a little bit. Um, let's sort of talk about the future. What do you see happening for VITAL, for CTE, for where are we going? This thing isn't going to stop next year. Really? It's it's going to continue to grow. The future is now, and I, we'll relate it to the VITAL school. But real quick, I will tell you, the the opportunity for a student to get an industry certification like we just talked about is incredible. And you know, you mentioned 20 years ago, 20 years ago when we were I was teaching at that time, you know, you absolutely told a student you need to go to a four-year institution, you need to get your degree. If your lifetime earnings are going to be where you can support your family well, that's what you need to do. I can't sit and say that to a student anymore. Amen. With Agreed. all of the opportunities that are out there, and especially with our partners in TCAT and Livingston, you know, Vol State and, of course, Tennessee Tech, you know, who has – a couple of dual enrollment classes right in ten, right in Cookville High School, you know that a welder can get certified in high school. Absolutely, walk right out the doors with a diploma, walk into a welding job, and make upwards of sixty thousand. You know, the first year. You know, I won't say what my pay is on air, but that's <laughs> that's you know that's going to be a pretty good job for a, a student uh, walking right out of high school. Amen. So those trades are so much so very important nowadays and that just feeds into what shannon and the vital school are, are trying to do at that level yeah i agree you know there was a, there was a time then when 
even educators, we were trained to, to, to have students in a pathway. You're going to college. Yes. And, and yeah. I came on about the time that a lot of our vocational schools were, were declining because of some of the, that, that mentality. And uh, I'm really, really glad to see that we're, we're offering more pathways that are, that are going to appeal to more students, which means students will enjoy going to school. Absolutely. You know, if, if there's something that makes them tick, they're going to go to school. Yep. I can see a big shift back to the, to the, to the value of all those jobs and occupations, and I'm real excited about that. Yeah, I think that that is clearly, we're in the middle of that shift, and uh, Europe got there before we did, but uh, there is a, a clearly uh, some great pathways, and I know you both have worked with the, the Highlands Economic Partnership and the, the Pathways to Prosperity uh, programs that are there in manufacturing and in but it's in healthcare and it's in education and just about any career field you can pick there are good pathways there some of which involve higher ed and many of them that just involve uh, starting uh, on a pathway and getting a certification then going to work then maybe coming back to higher ed a little later uh, what advice sort of our last question here. What advice would you give parents who are encouraging their kids to, to get involved in in vital or in future ready? I, I think on the future ready side, it's just, you know, give us a call. Let's talk about what may, what might be right for you. What are you interested in? The hybrid model where you stay a student at a, a regular school? Or are you talking about, uh, you know, full-time vital online with Shannon? In that case, I would push them to Shannon, and he would tell them? Absolutely. Uh, go to our website. Uh, you can go to the districtpcsstn.com website, and the Vital School and the Vital Future Ready program is linked from there. At the very top, the header of our site on the Vital School, there's a pre-registration form. If someone is interested in signing up 3 through 12 for next year, that's the form to fill out. Uh, someone will be getting back with them. We'll give them a call. Uh, That's great. Well, I hope you get some calls and uh, I thank you both for being with us. We've been talking to Sam Brooks and Shannon Pirtle from Putnam County Schools, and thank you guys for taking time to be with us. Thanks for having us. Thank you so much.